Hello there. It's your GM, Alex. It's been a while. How are you? Really? Me too. Well, I'm so glad that you came back for another episode of Inspired Incompetence. Give yourselves a pat on the back. If there's something else that you'd like to give yourself, we've got three opportunities for you to get your nerdy merchandise on. First, if you want to get some nice metal dice, MetallicDiceGames.com has a whole slew of wonderful, pretty metal dice for your purchasing needs. And if you decide to get something from there, you can use our promo code INSPIRE10, that's INSPIRE10, and get 10% off your entire order. So make sure you order a whole shit ton of dice. You get 10% off the whole thing. You want some nerdy merchandise that's not just dice? Then go to elderwoodacademy.com. They have all sorts of amazing woodcrafted gaming accessories. You may recall us giving away wooden mini spell books that hold your mini in there and also work as a dice tray and also work as a dice carrying tray and it just looks gorgeous. Well, that's where we get that from. You can get one of one for your own. They have all sorts of other awesome things there and you can use promo code incompetence for 10% off your entire order. So make sure you get a shit ton of Elderwood Academy stuff. You get 10% off your entire order. You want to help us out more directly? We have our own merch shop. You can find a link to that in our website at inspiredincompetence.com. We got shirts, we got hoodies, we got stickers, we got mugs, and you can have any of those with several different design choices all in our merch store. And then there's also our Patreon account. Get all sorts of rewards from all sorts of tiers, or you can just give us a one-time donation. Every little bit helps. We appreciate it more than I can put into words. But that's enough out of me, because you're really here to listen to some nerdy, fun, horror-filled, hopeless action. So please strap in for all of that and more for episode 35 I always feel like somebody's crying me. And I have no privacy. Oh. The Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Come for the furniture, stay for the meatballs. How's everybody doing? Hungry. Pretty good. Yeah. You do make a mean meatball. Right? Okay, so uh, where did we leave off uh, last week? Uh, Uhtred's a stone-cold murderer now. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Uhtred brought the scimitar down on that uh, cultist and just straight up executed him. It was a pretty big moment. Uh, we want to talk about that? Uh, well, Uhtred's going to sheath his scimitar and say, No one will mar that holy place while I still breathe on this plane. And anyone that disgraces it, their life will be paid for by my sword. Elias looks at you like, uh, oh boy. <laughs> she doesn't really say it to you guys as much as he says it to, like, the now dead body in front of him. Yeah. When Elias doesn't say anything to you so much as he just sort of looks at you like, oh shit. Vipira kind of gives a look to Elias, like, 
he gets a little bit overboard with power. We might have to take him out. <laughs> Elias gives you the look now. Like, what? I'm not taking anybody out. We're all friends here. These are all such complicated looks. You guys are ex- <laughs> expressing so much with them. Uh, Nick, take a hero point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Uhtred's going to just kind of silently start untying the body and retrieving his rope. And if nobody like interrupts or tries to interact with him anymore, he's going to completely untie it and then pick up the body and start to take it out of the blind. Yeah, Yano doesn't stop you. I look at uh I look at Thelias. You're a you're a holy man, Thelias. Oh, thank you for noticing. I don't know what he's planning on doing with that body, but if you had the opportunity, would you give him a proper burial? <laughs> I look over at my shovel. <laughs> say, I'm your guy if you need something buried. Let's just get that straight right now. All right. I start shoveling. Uh, I I was thinking that this was going to be more of a conversation. <laughs> no, like, uh, where no, are you shoveling to... next, to, <laughs> next to the campsite? Like... You press the berry button. <laughs> Should have known better. You can't, you can't stop that train once it starts. Seriously. Uh, the funny thing is, uh, Uhtred has already taken the body <laughs> out of the, the blind, but I think Thelias is digging the hole in the blind. <laughs> But. Classic delights. <laughs> oh, you need something dug? Doesn't even move, just starts digging. Yeah. Well, so Thelias, are you are you gonna like follow Utrid and like make a burial happen where he brings the body? Like what what's what is going on? Yeah. A proper burial? I mean, I'll take it to the graveyard if you want, except for that guy's kind of jamming us up on that regard. I mean, there is a place where all these bodies go that I'm very intimate with. So you know, we can do a we can do a proper burial, all you want. All right. So Uhtred Elias follows you out. Where do you take the body? Just kind of right outside the bluff, and I drop it on the ground. It's not proper etiquette to leave a corpse in the middle of where you're spending the night. Right. Yeah. Right. Or hygiene. Yeah. All those things. Okay. So Elias starts uh, digging a hole. Uhtred, are you are you hanging around for that, or you go back to the the blind? I, w- I was gonna go back to the blind, and I and Uchid starts kind of walking that way, and kind of hearing and noticing the sound of the shovel, like digging up the earth. I think Uchid would just stop, turn around, just watch the lies dig a hole and bury this cultist that he just murdered. I kind of love that that image. Like, there's just no words exchanged. Like, the lies just follows Uchid out, starts digging, and like. No words exchanged, just like understanding of, you know, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to stay here with you. Yeah. All right. What What is uh, Vipira and Rogar doing? Vipira yeah. probably gets like the fire started or whatever like house uh, in housekeeping needs to happen. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, 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 no jumps on that too. And he, when he notices you doing that and he realizes like, oh, geez. Yeah. Because he, he was all caught up in that whole scene. He's just. Watching everybody else is doing. So he, he, he starts helping Vipira. So time passes. Camp set up. It's, it's not like late, late, but you guys are kind of turning early. Eventually, Uhtred and Thelias return to the blind. And uh, you guys are ready to just kind of like chill. But, that sounds good. But before long, 
I'm going to need a fortitude save oh. from Uhtred and Vipira. What did I do to deserve this? Mm, I know what I did to deserve it. <laughs> Neither of you have been feeling too well ever since you uh, cleaned up that filthy, filthy uh, pool oh. in the town square. That's a 12. Uhtred? I got a 15. So yeah, Uhtred and Vipira, if you guys remember, I had everybody who uh, helped clean up that pool in the town square for Nigel and Mary make fortitude saves commenting that the water was very very dirty mm-hmm. and I never said pass or fail on anybody I did say that Vipira and Uhtred felt pretty gross and didn't really feel that hot afterwards but they probably just needed to walk it off what actually happened was you contracted a disease that had an onset period which just ended Uhtred you, you made your save which is gonna delay the disease for another day and if you make your save on the next day, your second successive save will effectively have you fight it off. Vipira, you did not make your save. Now you die. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm about to. You have to take 1d4 constitution damage. What? Wait. And I need one more fortitude save, please. Oh, that's a natural 20. Nice. Uh. All right, so I got a one on my d4. So you take one point of constitution damage. Yeah, that does nothing. Now, the second fortitude save was pretty important because if you fail the second fortitude save, the first point of constitution damage you take is actually constitution drain. Oh. Drain is permanent, uh, and lesser restoration does not get rid of drain. What the fuck is going on? You have both contracted the disease slimy doom. Disease, you say? Wait, hmm. did you, was that called Slimy Duty? Slimy Doom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> slimy Doomy. <laughs> uh, We've all been there with that Slimy Duty. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Uchard, you made your save, but you are, you're still, like, effectively feeling the symptoms of, of this disease, and Vipira as well. Oh, I think I gotta make a Slimy Duty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, but yeah, like, besides, like, you guys, you two just being like, oh, oh, that's really hitting me now. There's really not much else for you guys to do, but uh, call it a night uh, without taking any watches. <laughs> I'll take yeah, first watch. okay. Second watch, as I do. All right, Yanda will stay up with Vipira, as he does. Yanda's going to make his perception check. Vipira's got eyes like a hawk tonight. Yano's pretty uh, sleepy and or distracted. He got a 13. My pair got a 22. Nice. Holding them power dice. You know what's weird is like, I wasn't holding them all last episode and now I have them in my hands. This is like, I'm not. I'm not like, it works. Well, yeah. Welcome to two months ago, Tom. This is, <laughs> I mean, it's bizarre though. Like, I've never seen that happen. We are playing Pathfinder, you know, it's your magical item. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yando and Vipira's watch goes by uneventfully. I don't like that. I don't like the word uneventfully. Well, get used to it. Start liking it. Would you rather I say something happens? Oh, almost, because it gets rid of the anxiety. Like, you know, something went wrong. Like, at that point, you just have to deal with it. No, you're mm. just assuming something went wrong. <sighs> Going by uneventfully just means that you don't notice anything happening. And most of the time, that's because nothing happens. 
Actually, hold on. What did you get for perception? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't like that. That's even worse. Are you seriously asking? Or are you? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's a 22. I don't like that. You don't like anything. I, I feel like you took something that was already bad and just made it <laughs> far more worse. Uh, I'm just going to stop believing you if this is if this is just you messing with me. Yeah, this is a horror campaign. <laughs> and you're stupid if you think that only applies to your characters. <laughs> All right, your watch goes by uneventfully. <laughs> Go ahead and wake the lies up. I wake up the lies. You do. You can't help but, but have the feeling, though, that you're forgetting something, or somebody's watching you. Is that is that real? Or you is left that... the you left the dryer on. Oh, okay. Something is that like a real feeling, or is that the? He's not going to tell you. Oh, okay. Vipira is super paranoid. She probably feels like that all the no, time. No, I'm paranoid. Vipira is more pretty, uh, pretty steely. But yeah, no, you're fine. It's oh, all good. Yeah. Nothing but positive yeah, I vibes. Hate this, because <laughs> all right, Vipira kind of uh, wakes up Thalias. Huh? Yeah. Hey, how'd it go? Hey, every everything seems to be fine. Uh, maybe I'm just off from this weird feeling. Uh, yeah, there's this, something out this there, Thalias. <laughs> oh, God, I can deep. I can feel it in my bones. How oh. big is it? Uh, I, I don't know, then like normal bone sized. Oh, it's not good. Oh, I was thinking it was just the sickness. I didn't want to say anything. Yeah, we'll have to cure you that sickness tomorrow. Good night. All right. Good night. And I uh, get up and uh, go about my watch with Elksy. And our whole thing, me and Elksy, is uh, is bonding on these watches. Yep. You know, that's what we do. We make wreaths, we talk, make little get to know traps. each other. Yeah. Uh, all right, go ahead and make perception checks. Okay. Uh, so Thalias with the seven and Elksy with a uh, 25. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thalias, you're about an hour into your watch and uh, Elksy gets your attention. Huh? What is it, boy? And he kind of like pads his way like a little closer to the edge of the of the clearing. And he kind of like grunts a little bit and like jerks his head at it looks like nothing in particular. Yeah, no, Elksy wouldn't point out nothing in particular. I gotta go investigate. But not too far. I'm not, like, jumping off a cliff to investigate. But I will investigate. You walk up to Elksy, and, uh... Elksy pointing it out, you notice it. And you see this... Just kind of... Ripple in the air. It's... You're not really seeing anything. But... There's, like... Just, like, a disturbance... Like just float, it's just like floating in the air. It's like, like less than a square foot, like a cubic foot hmm. in size. It's just like this weird ripple. It's like floating like five feet above the ground. I'm not gonna touch it, but can I document it? You know, with like a, I found it here at this time. Yeah. Here's what I was doing. Here's what you know, and try and come back and see if it's still there with a team of people. Sure. It's not moving. It's not. You're not yeah. really. You're not really getting any sense that... Uh, just some weird fucking anomaly that's in the air that I can see. Yeah. I know better than to fuck with that. But I look at... As I'm sort of taking notes, I look to Elksy like, you know, do you have any idea what this is? What, what do we do about this? We just wait for everybody else, right? We don't, we don't mess with this, just you and I. 
Elks just kind of stares at you, and you get the feeling Elks is like, what can we do with Elias? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's that's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> just a narrator's so, uh, voice. <laughs> I just uh, make note of it, look around the area, do all the surveying I can, and... Uh, you know, tomorrow maybe this is something we can look at when the whole team's here and not just uh, a man and his elk. So I, I head back to uh, doing my rounds, my perimeter, and I pay special attention to anything fucky. Because once you see that, it's like, hmm, <laughs> that's not supposed <laughs> to be there. What else isn't supposed to be here? Right. Okay. Uh, well, nothing else happens during your watch. Do you keep a tab on that thing or do you just kind of note where it is and yeah i mean throughout the watch i would be sort of that has my attention more than anything else Mm -hmm. Um, depending on how far it is from the camp you know like obviously protecting everyone's my number one it's not like uh (laughs) it's not like oh i I saw something fucky so i'm gonna like ignore everything else and just watch this all night right i mean as far as like distance from the camp it's like right here like it's basically in the camp it's on the like the edge of the clearing that you guys are in yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, when it's my turn for the watch to be over, I'll just be monitoring the whole time. Well, let and me then... stop you right there, because less than an hour goes by, and you notice that it's gone. Oh. You're not sure if Ooh. you missed... Well, give me a, give me another perception check, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. Well, I got a four, but don't worry. Elksy's on the case. <laughs> With a 17. So neither you nor Elksy is sure that... If it moved somewhere else and you just lost track of it, or if it just vanished, but it's not there, Dang. you can't find it. It's another uh, another night of me waking up the gang with some absurdity that they're not going to believe me about. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have another witness with you. Elksy will corroborate your story. Yeah, that's what's going to help me—a magical elk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, your uh, your watch ends. All right. Well, I wake up the. Uh, the next two, I think it's Uhtred and uh, Rogier. Yep. I uh, I wake him up and I say, "Hey, hey, you guys. Uh, it's probably nothing, but we did see a floating sort of weird thing in the air over there. I didn't touch it or anything, but Elsie noticed it, and then I was just kind of watching it for a while, and uh, then it disappeared. So." But just a shrug. Like it took off or like it just popped and disappeared? Popped and disappeared? Oh, wait a second. Hey, you don't think it was like a scrying spell or something, do you? Did you detect Fly- magic? Fly starts to get magic? nervous. <laughs> Did uh, I detect magic? I would have detected magic. Can you detect can you magic? Detect- uh, I don't, th- I don't I think you can. detect evil. Thias, did you detect evil on it? Oh, no, I didn't do anything. I was just enthralled by it. <laughs> you just looked at it. Oh, God. For Real hard. Long? For how long? Oh, God, my head, <laughs> my head is in my hands, realizing, like... You look over at, at Elksy for help, and Elksy's kind of, like, like eyes darting back and forth, like, fuck, I didn't think of that either. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, I... <laughs> do I detect any lingering horrors? I spent all that time doing nothing except being like, oh, look at that. <laughs> now, when you say all this time, Thalias, how, how long exactly is that? A minute? Oh, jeez. No, it was like hour. Hour? An hour. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to wake you guys up because we need our rest. Uh, well, 
I mean, I do feel rested, but... Uchard, you do not detect any lingering magical auras, but you can make a Knowledge Arcana check. That's going to be a 30. With a 30? Based on Thalias' description, you're pretty sure Elksy noticed a scrying sensor. Holy shit. I'm going to wake up Vipira and Yando. Although, yeah, they're probably pretty sound asleep. I'll start with Vipira. Okay. Vipira, you're woken up and you do not feel well rested. Uh, my stomach hurts. What? <sighs> my stomach actually hurts too, Vipira. I mean, but, wait, hold on, Vipira. More importantly than our stomachs, I think we there was a scrying spell cast on us. Or maybe there was cast on that cultist. But Thalias and Elksy noticed something during their shift. Get up. I'm going to wake Yando up. Well, is it here yet? Well, apparently it was here for like an hour and then disappeared. (laughs) Every time this gets brought up now, Thalias is like trying to hide the shame that he feels now (laughs) looking back in retrospect. Did who was on shift? Who is to blame? I'm scared to tell you. Meekly put up one finger (laughs) as if to say, uh, me. Oh, did you confirm this in any way, shape, or form? Are we sure that this was an anomaly? I know you're tired, but at the very least we should move and continue resting not in the same spot that we potentially were just scryed on. Wait, you're moving us? What? What's going on, Uhtred? I, I think that the cultists used a scrying spell on the one over there and the... Sensor might have found out we were in the blind. How much would Uhtred know of how scrying works? I rolled a fucking 30 on it. Yeah. Okay. That's not that say that I'm right, though. Sure. <laughs> like, uh, Uhtred's right. I might not be right. So, with a 30, Uhtred would know that the spell scrying, you can observe a creature at any distance. If the subject succeeds on a will save, the spell fails. The difficulty of the save depends on how well your knowledge of the subject and what sort of physical connection, if any, you have to that creature. Uh, that is the spell scrying. You know that there are other divination effects that utilize a scrying sensor beyond the spell scrying. You don't necessarily need to be locked onto a person. There are some uh, divination spells that just let you focus on a location and having only secondhand knowledge of the effect you really can't know for sure uh what sort of uh, sensor it was but that is what the spell scrying does you know the spell scrying does lock onto a specific person you can't use scrying to look at a place but there are other spells that do allow you to do that i've told you what uchard's doing he's waking everyone up and being like let's move yep all right yeah vipir just gets up grunts Look, I'm I'm not certain that that's exactly what it was, as Thalias is the only one that actually saw it, but I'd rather be safe than sorry. No, no, you're right. We should move. Uh... Well, yeah, no, you, you know these woods better than we do. Is there, do you know of another place nearby that we could settle in for the night? I was kind of thinking we should leave the woods altogether, Rogar. Yeah, there's really not... Nothing else like like here. I can take us deeper into the woods, but we'll, we'll be we'll be roughing it more than we are right here. 
There's re really not a whole lot of woods between the edge of town and the edge of that fog cloud. But we only need to rest, what, like another couple hours? We were on third shift. Yeah, the like last three shift. to four hours, yeah. So, so you could go into town, like, find an empty building, clear it, rest there. We don't have to, we don't have to clear it. I mean, we just gotta rest a couple hours. Yeah. Well, by clear it, I just mean make sure it's empty. Safe, yeah. Wait, you're telling me these buildings are filled with things? I didn't say that. Some of them could be. We're running all well, sorts of shit in town already. I think there might be some of those empty buildings we can hold up on the edge of the town away from the forest line. I'm all for moving, and uh, I actually feel kind of violated that we were just watching a scrying spell, someone watching us for an hour. Like That's, that's kind of freaking me out. There's enough dangerous shit out here than... Uh, <laughs> For something, but, oh wow, look at that! And you're just like, you don't the even void consider is looking that back it's... at you. Yeah, yeah. Uh. It's like a, a ghost story I know, where like this guy's, uh, it, like he's like staying in a hotel room, and he and like it's like an old building, and like there there are doors that like connect like the individual rooms, but like like they're not in use, like they're locked. The guy keeps hearing like a voice coming from the room next door, and he looks through the keyhole, but all he can see is like just like a sheet of red. And he's like, huh? And he's like looking through the keyhole. He's like, I don't see anything. And then he like goes and asks the concierge about it the next day. And he's like, oh, nobody's been using that room. This woman died there. When her body was found, her eyes were just this bright oh. red. Oh, no. So she was just staring right back at him from the other side of the door. Yeah, that sucks. Thanks. Thanks for the nightmares, Alex. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> it's about time we started delivering on that survival horror. It's not even us. You're giving somebody else's material. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do what I got to do. It's also funny because scrying was so far away from like my thought until I was like, oh, like it's gone. And then now I got to tell something. And then I was like, holy shit. Wait a second. <laughs> like, right. What if? And now there's nothing you can do. It's gone. Yeah. Right. Like it's just sort of a just happened. Ugh. Yeah. All right. So you guys move to this. Uh, to you, you find like a house that's kind of like by itself. I'm just going to roll a uh, percent die and see what kind of condition it's in. Come on, palace. We deserve it. <laughs> I got a 76. So it is doing okay, all things considered. It's got three walls standing. Yeah, you are <laughs> you are certainly not like you're you're honestly you're not even protected from the elements in this house. Like most of the roof has already collapsed. You're not locking anybody out of this house. Like, you don't need to open any doors to even get into the building. But it's cover, and as far as you can tell, unoccupied. Sounds like a fortress. Yeah, you guys right. try and get some rest. Me and Rogar will keep an eye out. Indeed. All right. Uh, Uchard and Rogar, give me perception checks. 21 for Rogar. 5 for Uchard. Oof. Think that maybe. Uhtred's uh, letting his imagination run away with itself about that scrying spell. And he kind of forgets Maybe. to actually uh, keep a lookout, is my interpretation. I think that one would be more reflected in the fact that Uhtred is just kind of still boiling at the fact that this vampire has posted up in the Bastion of the Light. Like I, I would imagine Uhtred really didn't even get a, like a... 
I'm not saying mechanically he's fatigued, but like mm-hmm. it wasn't the best sleep ever of his night, right? Between straight up executing a cultist and so much more anger than he thought he'd be feeling in, in a moment like this. Usually his default is fear. Yeah. Or guilt. And he's just, he's like getting, you know, a little bit madder as the hour, each hour goes on, not the other way around. How much would Rogar notice this? It's not like, like he's, you know, up pacing and like, it's more quiet and internal. Like he's just kind of like, like that's why on the inside. Yeah. Like he's thinking and so fixated on these cultists are occupying that shrine right now that like he's not paying attention to doing like, Oh, did that leaf move? Did I hear a twig break? Like he's just like thinking like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. Well, Beyond those thoughts, your watch goes by uneventfully, and you guys wake up uh, well-rested, I say in quotes, albeit leveled up. Ooh. Ooh. There we go, baby. All that seething. It is an extra (laughs) salty level there. There you go. That's (laughs) what we call doing a Vegeta. (laughs) (laughs) How dare they? Super Saiyan. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean, dude. <laughs> so, who wants to go over their level six toys first? Uh, uh, I'll go first. All right, because mine are going to be pretty quick. Okay. You know, uh, your standard BABs, saves, blah 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 blah. Yep, yep. Hit points. I'm in dire need of hit points. <laughs> like I have the lowest, and uh, you know, I rolled a one on them. So, ouch. Yeah, level six, 39 hit points. It's oh a problem. It's a, it's a big problem. That's wizard level hit points. I know. You're just uh, trying to stay in the uh, the bead range. Yeah, right. 3d8 plus five. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think Scram um, was hardier than that at level six. Yeah. I, I Yeah. No, I've, I've had some bad health die rolls. I mean, Scram was like, um, out, like out front for a couple levels, I think. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and then pretty much for level six, I got uh, another Magus Arcana, but not quite ready to share that yet. More to come Ooh. in the near future, right? All right. And uh, yeah, to be even more mysterious, I got a another second level spell, but that will also be disclosed in the future. Yeah, and uh, that's that's pretty it. It's pretty pretty barebone level for Uhtred. Yeah, there's not much to talk about when you won't talk about anything. <laughs> Alright, let's go next? Uh, I'll go next. Okay. Uh, so yeah, level 6 is uh, fucking big. How big? Uh, like... Brazzer's big. <laughs> <laughs> like, Rogyar now can just fly. No, not uh, again. What? Explain yourself, sir. Yeah, you at, just fly. Yeah, at sixth level, I at, at this level I got a utility wild talent, and one of my options is called Wings of Air, which yeah, I just permanently have the capacity to fly. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, <laughs> I got an ability called Internal Buffer, which basically allows me to like when I wake up in the morning, I can accept a point of burn to just have a point of burn to spend later in the day without having to either like I don't, I don't have to like gather power to reduce it or spend it right then and there 
it, it just allows me to be a little more flexible with, with the burn that I use. Well, I think the real value of internal buffer is you don't need to do that every day. You spend the burn, and then it just stays there until spent, even if it takes you days to spend it. Right. But the other, like, one of the things I'm more excited for is my elemental overflow ability. At 6th level, once I get to at least 3 points of burn, I get a plus 2 size bonus on 2 physical stats of my choice. Either, you know, strength dex or con. I choose 2 of those to get a plus 2 bonus in until the burn is healed. That's big. Yeah. Elemental overflow is where the meat of the bookkeeping for the kineticist comes in. Yes. But since we're on roll 20, you just kind of do all that up front and then you're fine. Yep. But yeah, so yeah, sixth level was fucking big for a kineticist. So go ahead. Who wants to try and top that? Yeah. Yeah, I'll try and top that. All right. So I got some hit die and some skills, but not that many. I got one extra fire energy resistance, so now I can pretty much walk through fire with plus six. Nice. And uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I got a iterative <laughs> attacks now, so I can attack twice in a turn with my shovel. So ultimo shovel pain time. Nice. And uh, my lay on hands got an extra charge and an extra mercy. So now, um, in addition to... Uh, my first mercy, which was shaken. shaken. Now this one is diseased. So if you're shaken or diseased, boom, get that healed off you with the lay on hands. And if you're not, add a D6. Yep. And then so that's four D6, which is pretty nuts. The cool thing about mercies is if you're shaken and diseased, mercy, uh, the lay on hands covers both of those things. That's insane. You I didn't know that. Yeah, you don't need to choose. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, despite all that, it, it still sort of feels like we're going to run out of heals just as quickly, if not quicker. <laughs> so hopefully hopefully you other guys got, you know, insane levels and uh, we can just blow stuff up or take more hits or whatever. And, you know, I don't need to be as strong as maybe uh, some of you other people are. Totally. <clears throat> Rogar. What? <laughs> uh, all right. Who wants to go last? Vipira didn't get too much. Uh, but what she did get was uh, pretty handy. So uh, she gets frustrated whenever she misses, but realizes that teamwork is probably like the best way to go about things. So she took up a feat called Assault Leader. Rogue Talent. Oh, Rogue Talent. Sorry. Rogue Talent called Assault Leader, which uh, when she misses once per day, she could tell someone else who is next to the enemy to take a free attack uh, a free attack on that opponent. So the 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 opponent needs to be flanked. Viper needs to be flanking that. Is it flanking? Person. Yes. Oh, okay. And then you designate a single ally who's also flanking. So it doesn't necessarily need to be your flank buddy. If that person is flanked in more than one direction, as long as the person that you say your turn go is also flanking that same target. Yes, they can they can make an attack as an immediate action. Yeah, and then uh, you know all the saves went up by one, as did everybody else's. Uh, and then danger sense went up by one. And then oh, she rolled uh she rolled ten. Uh, she got ten HP uh, this level. So well, she didn't roll a ten, but she got she 10, got which 10. is nice. Yeah, very nice. All right, cool. And that concludes our level up. So what do you guys do? 
I heard somebody's got a a disease mercy, and I think we got two diseased PCs. Mm. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Hopefully they're missing HP as well. Now five no. pairs. No, my, we're we're not. But my channel doesn't get rid of mercies, right? It's just Correct. the lay on hands. Correct. Oh, that'd be so sick. All right. right. Let's do some uh mercy disease healing. No. I'm not even gonna roll if uh you're not missing anything. Well, there is a roll you need to a make. spell slot. Oh shit, really? Because with uh for diseases, the lay on hands acts like the spell remove disease. So you, need oh. a, you need to make a caster level check against the DC of each disease affecting the target. Okay. So, but you, I believe you treat your caster level as your paladin level. Yes. Okay. So basically you're rolling a d20 and adding six. Okay. So Thalias, who are you targeting first? With I'll target Vipira first. Okay. And the dice roll is 16. All right, Vipira, you are cured of your slimy doom. Oh, oh thank God. And the next one up. Ooh. That's this is I messy. Not what I want to hear. Uhtred, that's a 12 for your disease. 12 is not going to be enough. But wait, there's more. I'll do it again because I feel like I don't want my party no, being no, diseased. No, 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 don't do it again. Because... And I got an extra one. Yeah, but I saved on my uh i made my fortitude save so it delays the effects for another day right but okay the end of tonight though uh if it's still around if you if you you're looking at a possible con drain yes where you can't gain those back but the counter to that is right today we're looking at delving into a tomb full of undead so I'd rather, I think Nick's yeah. saying I'd rather keep no, the no, extra no, lay on hands no, no, right now. No, 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 I'm changing it. I don't want to take drain. <laughs> I I just wasn't factoring that into my decision making. I okay. thought the delayed meant that there would be enough time for Thalias to like, you know, rest and recover those and try it again before. Yeah, now hit me, baby. All right, here it comes. There 25. We Ooh. Oh. Uchard is in a peak of health. Disease be gone! All right. That's how, I get, that's how I get rid of the diseases. Like some sort of um, exorcism. You, yeah, exorcism. Thanks, Tom. Gotcha, bud. That's how you fill the, the healer role as a paladin. That's right. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. Real quick, though. Yando is not looking super great. That sucks to be Yando. <laughs> <laughs> we just, no. wow. we says, just used three laying hands says on Says the treasurer of Yando's uh, fandos. <laughs> Well, that didn't take long to come back into my face. <laughs> well, now, to be fair, the treasurer is the well, one who allocates I, the resources. Yeah, I'm looking at so. the coffers, man, and they're only half full. We don't have the funds. All we right, can still yeah. have a fan club in death. <laughs> oh my but if we die, there's no fan club, right? That's true. Yeah, you guys are definitely more important. The Yando Fando Memorial Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I'm thinking maybe we could heal Yendo. His his wounds, I believe, were pretty severe. Yeah, they were pretty the bead. bad. The so, bead. I could channel energy. Because I'm still missing HP. Elksy's still missing HP. I'm Yendo's still missing, missing HP. A lot of, yeah, it sounds so like a channel heal. to me. Let's do a channel. 
this really sucks, man. Every day, wake up and... <laughs> All right, we got two lay on hands for the rest of the day. That's one channel or two lay on hands. Eventually, we we'll catch up. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Maybe. It's like someone with a credit card. Like, oh, I'll just have to use it again this month. And then, like, that's it. I won't use it anymore. And it's just a flat 3D6. Yep. Ooh, this, is, this is messy. I'm going to need Paradise for this one. Yeah, I get the Paradise. Okay. Yes. Yes, indeed. 12. All right. Okay. Oh, perfect. That heals me exactly to full. Yes. I know it doesn't heal Yando and the Fandos to full. Yeah, Yando's... All of them, at least. Yando's down 10, but he's uh, he is very appreciative. Does Elksy heal anything for sleeping? Yeah, same uh, as... Everybody else, I I believe Elksy. I believe at level six, animal companions also have six hit die, but that doesn't oh. stay. It's yeah, not a parallel. Oh, and also uh, Rugger is going to take a point of burn into his internal buffer to start the day nice. too. All right. Wait. So, does Elksy heal from sleeping? Yeah, Elksy Elksy would heal uh, six hit points. Oh, okay, perfect. And Uchid's gonna use the extend rod to cast. His ablative barrier and mage armor. Okay. And uh, Yando casts a couple spells of his own as everybody's kind of like prepping for the day. Oh, did Yando level up too? Uh, didn't look like it. Just stuff he hasn't been doing before? No, I mean, he's been doing this every day, but like since we're like, like I'm going to do this. The beginning, oh, okay. Do that. So he casts uh, Pass Without Trace and Endure Elements on himself each day. Oh, nice. You know, ranger stuff. Yeah. All right, so what do you guys do? Take the rest of the day off? No, I think we got to go to the, the graveyard. Yeah, sounds like it. I love the graveyard, but uh, I'm currently not super psyched on this. Well, it's almost definitely the, the last place that the cultists would come to look for us. That's true. Okay, so you guys make your way to the cemetery gates. Yeah. Rip this band-aid off. <laughs> and again, you see this uh, very intense-looking figure with flaming hair and fiery gaze floating about 15 feet above the ground. And it says, Well met, travelers. It would seem that you have been very busy. I can feel my missing pieces have returned to me, and you have vanquished my foil. Yeah, we didn't quite think that was a, a literal thing but yeah yeah we took care of it you have proven yourselves to be friends of roslar's coffer and so you may step inside to honor its dead be warned though restless are the dead in here they have congregated within the edifice known as roslar's tomb the tomb hides more secrets than one we can remember long ago when this town was young something important a way out Time fogs our memories. Go, bring peace back to our restless dead. Before, um, so like, I assume everybody starts uh, moving forward, uh, but I put my hand onto Uhtred's shoulder uh, as if to like stop him for a second. Yeah, I stop. Uhtred, I know right now you're guided by anger, but we should not let that be the thing that controls us. As if to say, like, Vipira feels the same, uh, but she, she won't act on it. She won't 
kill somebody out of anger. She won't, if they're helpless or whatever. Me and you, we go about things differently, but we're, I can sense similar traits between us more than one. Just, just be mindful. I, I agree with you, Vipira. Anger should not be the driving force behind decision making. I, I, I won't stand here and say anything different to you. But we all do things that we know are wrong throughout our lives. And that's kind of how Uhtred feels about this. Like, he agrees with you. He knows, like, that was execution. That was murder. Like, driving force is still anger. Right. Like, th- th- like at this current point in time... The anger is so strong and dominant, like, he knows it's wrong. Doesn't mean he's he can stop himself from doing it, though. And a little peek behind the curtain that Vipira wouldn't know, like, that temple was, like, the sight of, in Uhtred's eyes, his greatest failure. And, like, that's where his whole life started to suck was there and his whole life has all been about like that guilt and needing to redeem and live up to his name and here you are having like it's eerie how similar of a situation's going on it's really just this anger and like hatred for those guys being in there and using that temple is beyond Uhtred's ability to stop or control it despite him knowing that that is not a good thing to be letting making the decisions. Just remember, you have us. If you feel that you're losing control, you're more than welcome to ask us for assistance. And uh, w- with that, like, you know, Vipira's not going to force him or stop him from doing anything else, but clearly showing that this is his decision. The spirit of the town speaks up before you can, like, fully enter the cemetery and it says before you go i would offer a boon in order to grant it there's a ceremony that you must take part in you must honor the dead of roslar's coffer recognize their sacrifice and say one final word in their memory uh so basically you must perform a eulogy for Roslar's coffer. Doing so, uh, uh, one of you must make a knowledge local or knowledge religion check, and uh, anybody who is able to can uh, roll to assist. As for in, like the actual ceremony, you need to uh, recite a list of the dead from Roslar's coffer. It doesn't need to be a complete list, but it needs to be a heartfelt, heartfelt effort, and then you need to request that the dead rest easily and travel well to the afterlife that awaits them. Now, I've spent my whole life uh, respecting and caring for the dead at Roslar's Coffer. Yep. Can I roll a profession gravekeeper in place of one of these roles? Uh, I would let you do that, and I would let you do that with a bonus, actually. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> How big of a bonus we talking here? <laughs> oh, natural one. Like, this is my moment. Like, this is it. Like, yes, Gravekeeper at the grave. Like, Ugh. the dead. My whole story. One. You know what? Joe, just throw it out there. I think that'd be worthy of spending a hero point to reroll. 
I don't think well, I have a hero point. I see that Uchard got a 30, Knowledge Religion. Oh, that's true. So you're just doing it for the assist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it would have been now, cool to hit that 10, though. It, <laughs> it would have been. And honestly, like, I'll give you a plus four for the for the 10. Yes! And like, like punished. Honestly, like, <laughs> uh, like some, I love, I love the the randomness of the die rolls in this game. But sometimes, like, sometimes something just makes sense, right? And you're like, <laughs> all right, roll the die, and it's like, and you're like, well, fuck. Yeah, you did say you'd give me a bonus. I Before, did. I would yep. appreciate that. That's great. Now, obviously, we don't have a a full list of everybody from Roslar's Coffer, but we've. We've met several people from the town. Who, for a hero point, who wants to try to list at least eight NPCs who died during this adventure? <laughs> now, died? I don't know if I can do eight. It does seem like this is a name-dropping kind of event. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, none of who the people that died names? were important uh, enough to name-drop. <laughs> Uh, Eight is a tough number. Like I, I went through beforehand, and I like, I was racking my head. I even like, I re-listened to a couple episodes, and I like looked up like notes and shit, and I got to I think eleven. Eight feels kind of high then. Can it be like, like six? Some, can it be backstory? I got to twelve. Can it be backstory NPCs? Any anybody from Ros anybody who was in Roslar's coffer and died during the events that led to episode one. So the coffer crew doesn't well, you, count. Okay. Coffer crew doesn't count. Uh, okay. Oh, man. That was going to be a loophole. Yep. Uh, well, so I know... Rogar's son. There's yep. one. Well, hold on. Like, I'm, I'm going through my head. I think I could do yeah, like I'm going five. Through my yeah, maybe. this isn't a collaborative That's where I'm at. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If nobody feels confident about eight, I think I might be able to do this. I feel like you You've do have my the blessing. best... I feel like you do have the best shot at this. All right. So... We're going to go with Marigrives. Yep. Jerry, Nigel, Mary, Utrid, Thelias, no, 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 no. Bro, and Yes! And Boom! That's eight. That's eight. You didn't say that. You didn't say yes, that. Yes, I People did. that no, died he in... Did. He did. I he said NPCs. NPCs. <laughs> yes. say NPCs. I heard and PCs, not and <laughs> I heard anyone that died in the town. Yeah, I said that like later, but the original challenge was eight NPCs. All right, then... Let Matt do it because <laughs> no, I just you've you've already got more than I would have. So. All right, ah, fuck. What was the captain's name? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. There was what was the name of the dude that was like kind of underneath Uhtred? He was like, "Hey, Uhtred, the mayor wants to talk to you." That's the tough part. I don't remember his name. Like, I can uh, I can say like. There was this guy, this guy, and this guy, but I can't remember the names of those guys. No fair looking up like emails that I've sent you with flashbacks. No, I'm not. I'm honestly, I'm not looking anything up. All right. I have my my eyes shut and my hands like trying to be like, ah, will brain power. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's how I play every single one of these episodes. (laughs) Now, 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 where are we falling on Father Crow? Is he an NPC now? No. So we had Nigel, we had Mary, we had Mayor Grives. What the fuck was the captain's name? Captain? That was his first captain? name. Captain? <laughs> that was not his first name. <laughs> uh, maybe if we go more generic and, you know, just hope. Like uh, your John. <laughs> yeah, was, you there know, was a lot, lot, lot of people in there. Yeah. Uh, if we only need four more. 
Jerry's. Wait, 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 wait. Do I have a crazy good idea? What if we just check the gravestones? No, this is you. The players <laughs> the need player. to name them, not and, the and also the none of those none of the people that died in whatever did that to us are gonna have graves. Oh fuck, you're right. right. Yeah, I haven't got around to burying them yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can do. It, I guys. can't do it. I mean, I feel at this point, like if there's only twelve NPC names. I feel like we do need to work together to get and that's one hero point. That might be too easy. Only for, and then now you're giving up four. Yeah. Right points. now we're only on four. Nah, it's a fun little game. Yeah. Uh, hey, well, let's. I'll, I'll give you guys another sixty seconds. What's the innkeeper name? So All right. Uh, Vilma. That was the name of the lady that runs the inn. Oh, I forgot about her. I don't think that was her name though. <laughs> that was absolutely her name. What did you say her name was? Uh, Victoria. That is not the name you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I said I said Vilma originally. Uh, the the one that's like, hey, Uhtred, oh, all the time. His name was Todd. What? <laughs> You're just making yep. shit up. All right. He's just making up. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Can you name so, eight? I mean, yeah, I've got the list right in front of me. So Without but, the list. That wasn't, there was no lists a part of this. I have no hero point to gain, so. The, but that goes to show you, like, I thought there was only 12 that Nick just named the... Or he didn't name her, but he referenced the, <laughs> like the like the innkeep, like the hospice lady, and then there were there's the the town guard, which consisted of Captain Blake, and then there was Gabe and Marcus, and then there was a third guy who was just named but never actually present in Uhtred's flashback, named Trent. There was Lady Grive, the mayor. Then there was Nigel and Mary and Jerry. And there's Nathaniel O'Dell from uh, Father Crow's flashback. Yeah, I couldn't remember his. Then there was Dolren. And then Ernest Dolren. and Vivian is the couple that Uhtred found Scared. in Goslar's coffer and was like shaking them by the shoulders like, you're dead, you're in the boneyard. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was great. All right, moving along. Yeah. Right, one here point. Suck. Thank you. I'll take it. All right, so you guys are now in the graveyard. What do you do? Are you going to go right to Roslar's coffer or right to Roslar's tomb or are there other places you want to visit first? No, the grave. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be here. I just more specifically, I don't want to sure? start like where whole... I I don't want to go back to where I started. They're giving out pamphlets in the beginning. Like there's a whole like itinerary, like a whole like circuit you can take. And if there wasn't, you've got me right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thelias uh, is the I pamphlet. Wanna... I want to check out all my old stuff, like my little um, gravekeeper hut, and you know, uh, my little. Yep. I was wondering if Bill Fappenshack. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was wondering. I wasn't sure how much Thelias remembered. Maybe like go back to where he died. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, it was in the like not in the tomb, but the graveyard. Yeah, itself, he was right? in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. It was this spot right here. We haven't really checked out like our homes or anything like that. We, uh, Uchi never thought to check out his own home. That feels wrong. Yeah, it really does almost like. It's gonna, it'll be super awkward to walk back past the spirit of Roslar's tomb. Be like, ah, oh, I forgot to check out my house. He's <laughs> like, wait, I, wait, where are you going? Yeah, we're at an I awkward situation for that. Yeah. <laughs> Just gotta check Damn. out something real quick. I hope that doesn't haunt me the rest of the campaign. Hmm. <laughs> I left the stove on and the town blew up. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. What really happened? Ah, so it wasn't the whispering tyrant at all. It was just Utrin. Utrin is goddamn gas stove. 
All right. So, right. Uh, so but seriously though, what do you guys do? Uh, yeah, you're... if we're going in the graveyard, let's go to where the Elias died. Okay. See if there's his body. Yeah. I I suspect it won't be there. Any other uh, hunches? Because my hunch is that our bodies, if our bodies are still here, they're going to be inside Rossler's tomb where we awoke. We assume in the boneyard. Yeah. I think his body is going to be there, or at least, like, there's going to be something marking where his body was. An outline? You know what I'm wondering? So, at the... (laughs) Well, you've ever, uh... (laughs) You ever seen pictures of like Hiroshima and Nagasaki after the blast? Yeah, like where it like incinerated the, the, yeah, images shadows. And... Yeah, the the nuclear shadows, like something like that. You know what? I'm Sadly, I have looked at those. Wondering. What are you so wondering? at the very beginning, like right at the very beginning, there was one tomb that we could not open, or one coffin that we couldn't open. I but wonder didn't if that deuce that wasn't an actual coffin. No, I I thought we determined that and we just couldn't figure out a way how to pull it off it was like sealed you determined that it was like one solid piece i wonder if, if that thing's gonna play some sort of role here maybe there'll be something in it in on this plane yeah Ooh, maybe the yeah. other four we'll have to get there first that one will be. see m- my belief is that the coffins are what intervened and kept us from actually like dying or our bodies are in there, and because they're in there, that's what still continually is giving us life. Or maybe like, yeah, what there was maybe Roslar or someone close to him put some kind of enchantment in place so that if the Whispering Tyrant ever rose again, like some champions would awaken to face him or something like that, and that was what called us. Are you guys having these conversations in character or like some version of them? Or are these out-of-game conversations? I mean, for Rokiar, this is definitely out-of-game. He would have no clue about any of this. Okay. Yeah, probably out-of-game. And to to that point, I'm now wondering, This the spirit of Rossler's Coffer said that she was holding the restless dead in the tomb at bay. And I kind of just assumed that meant she was holding them at bay from getting to the town. Yeah, from what I gathered, she was saying that she she basically kept the undead from getting out of the graveyard. And because they couldn't get out of the graveyard, they just kind of wandered into Ruslar's tomb and have congregated there. Well, unless what they're trying to get at is inside the tomb. That's also possible. Like, there's nothing in the town. We haven't seen anybody living. All the animals are undead. What do undead, like, usually go after? The living. So if they were like, wouldn't they be all congregated out at like trying to get out of the tomb or like if they could get out of the tomb, like around the gate, trying to get to the town? Uh, so Vipira is going to kind of go up to Thalias. Were you here? Is this the last thing that you remember when, uh, you know, before we potentially died? I was standing right here, and there was a hooded figure in a mask right over there. There was a and hooded I said, figure. The ho- yeah. The hooded figure waves. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And I said, who are you? And then a really spooky sequence followed, and then I woke up in Roslar's tomb with you guys. 
Uh, I will just interject real quick. You are currently standing where Thalias claims he was standing when he died, and there is no sign that, you know, he died there. Not to say that he's lying to you, but, like, there's nothing, like... There's no telltale signs. There's no, like, outline. There's no body. There's no blood? Wasn't he struck down with a sword? <laughs> no, I don't think it, so. I thought uh, he was, like, struck down by the hooded figure. Well, he drew a sword against the hooded figure. Uh, all right. And then, you know, flash of light and nothing. I feel that our bodies are at least not up here. I'm ready to move on into, into Rustler's tomb. I'm going to detect evil where I'm standing, just to make sure. Yeah. There's like an... It's just kind of like overcast hmm. of evil. I was afraid of that. It's it's not even like as strong as like a weak aura of evil that you would detect, mm-hmm. like as if there's mm-hmm. a creature, but like it's just kind of like this like latent static leftover from what you're not sure. Although I will add that many of the graves that you're walking past have been disturbed. Like, oh, like it looks like either bodies have been dug up or perhaps bodies have crawled their ways their way out of their resting places. Uh, that will not stand for the gravekeeper. Which yeah. one is it? <laughs> Were they disturbed or did bodies well, crawl roll, out? Roll a profession gravekeeper. Yeah, yeah. I think they're better. Get out. Uh, you want to get at least a, a six. Yeah, how about a 15? 15. Yeah, it definitely does not look like... It's, it's kind of like you're looking at a window and you're like, hmm, was the rock thrown into the store or did somebody inside the store throw the rock out of the store? Right. And you're looking at just like how the, the how the earth is disturbed, where the, the dirt is uh, uh, rests. If you didn't know any better, you'd say for the the the, the places where they are disturbed it looks like the 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 bodies crawled out of their their resting places holy shit okay this is not good and Uhtred, i heard you detecting magic over there you're not detecting any or okay. just checking so what do you guys do stop or go inside yeah time to head to the tomb yep right. okay uh you walk through the uh the cemetery and you get to the uh like the southeastern corner and you can see the tomb coming up. And in addition to the uh, the disturbed grave here and there, outside the, the tomb, you see this just, just giant macabre pile of bones and sinew heaped next to the tomb's entrance. Oh, that's ominous. Yeah. Is it like impeding our way into the tomb? No. I roll a perception check to see if there's anything... I should be aware of about this. Sounds like a good idea. Uh, that's a 27 for Rokyar. 15 for Uhtred. 23 for Vipira. It is definitely a peculiar sight, but you're not... You don't... Nothing's jumping out at you. Like, it doesn't look like there's anything, like, hiding amid, amidst the bones. All right. Vipira moves forward if no one else does and walks in with confidence. Yeah, it looks like just your average, you know, giant pile of bones. I knew she would. I'll clean those up later. All right, Vipira. 
You're about 20 feet away from the entrance, and the pile of bones moves. Oh, of course they do. And they kind of roll up on top of each other until they form a humanoid figure. A horrific humanoid shape and a mass of bones and skulls tied together with ropes of sinew. I knew I should have taken care of that now. <laughs> and it kind we are of fascinating. Never got me anywhere. And it kind of like reaches like into itself, and it just like just, and it just rips like a huge chunk of bones out from its from where its like rib cages would be, and it hurls the bones at Vipera. And we'll see you next week. What? On the Inspired wow. Incompetence Podcast. Damn it, Alex. That's super uncool. Fuck off. See ya. <laughs> See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.